Welcome to April 24th, 2022 weekly message from World Gospel Mission Church. Hope you all had a blessed week. Before we start our main message, let us read here and believe the word of God from Psalm 91 that strengthens and protects us. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God and Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Today's main message comes from Song of Solomon chapter 7, verse 10 through 13. Song of Solomon 7 verse 10 through 13 this is the response from Shulamite towards King Solomon I am my beloved's and his desire is toward me come my beloved let us go forth into the field let us lodge in the villages let us get up early to the vineyards. Let us see if the vine flourish, whether the tender grape appear and the pomegranates bud forth. There will I give thee my loves. The mandrakes give a smell, and our gates are all manner of pleasant fruits, new and old, which I have laid up for thee, O my beloved. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for your blessings, your mercy and goodness. We are here in the name of Lord Jesus Christ to hear and keep your word of prophecy. We ask for the opening of our understanding to the power of the Holy Ghost, allowing each and everyone listening in this very moment be able to discern the times and seasons laid out before our eyes. May your power and virtue be upon especially our young and busy audience to come towards you for guidance, 
and mercy found within your words of truth. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The spiritually young Shulamite once said to Solomon, back in Solomon, uh, Song of Solomon 2, verse 16, she said this, My beloved is mine, and I am his. But after she matured spiritually, she said, I am my beloved's, and his desire is toward me. In chapter 7, verse 10. These two confessions of the Shilamite are important for today's Christians to know that there is a night and day difference in terms of their relationship with Jesus Christ. The confession, My Beloved is Mine, is from those who believe that Jesus Christ is the one who always gives what they need without knowing who Jesus Christ is. They'll call out religiously, and say, Lord, Lord, without truly knowing him. They know him only as a helper in times of their personal need. By their lips, they'll call him Lord, but in reality, they have become the Lord while having the Lord Jesus Christ serving them. The God we must believe in is the Omnipotent, omniscient, and the omnipresent God. Those who truly know and believe in God will confess, I am my beloved's, and I and his desire is toward me. By these two confessions of the Shulamite, the Holy Ghost is speaking about the spiritual condition of two types of Christians. However, most Christians today cannot believe in God because they do not know God. So they lack the spiritual fellowship. But on Sunday worship services, they'll habitually recite the Apostles' Creed. It goes something like this, I believe in God Almighty who made the heavens and the earth. The reality is, it's important to know how many people believe that God is omnipotent. A Christian who not only understands but knows God is omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent will not utter anything pessimistic out of their lips, instead of worrying full of concerns. They will lead a joyful life in God who works all things together for good, always rejoicing, praying without ceasing, and giving thanks in all things. Apostle Paul testified that this kind of life is God's will for us in Christ Jesus. King David professed his faith in God, who he believed to be omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent in his life. O Lord, Thou hast searched me, and known me. Thou knowest my down-sitting and mine uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. Thou compassedest my path and my lying down, and art acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, Thou knowest it altogether. 
Thou hast beset me behind and before, and laid thine hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain unto it. Whither shall I go from thy spirit? Or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. Psalm 139 verse 1 through 8 The distinction between a religious person and someone in a spiritual fellowship with God can be understood by listening to their words that flow out of their mouth. Of the millions of Jews who had come out of Egypt, none entered the promised land of Canaan except Joshua and Caleb. That's because God heard the murmurings, complaints, that kept coming from their mouths during the Exodus. So he made them wander for 40 years out in the wilderness in order to destroy them all. Noah was the only person who knew God and found grace in his eyes. The Bible tells us the number of people living back then were like the sand of the sea. With all their thoughts and imaginations in their hearts being evil, they all eventually perished in the flood. The time frame from Adam to Noah, for about a thousand years, people lived for nearly 900 years. The Bible testifies that when Jesus Christ establishes his millennial kingdom on earth, the lifespan of a person will be like that of a tree. The Bible tells us that throughout the millennial kingdom, with a long lifespan, the sheer number of people living on this planet will multiply like the sand of the sea. Apostle John testified of this in Revelation 20, verse 7 and 8. And when the thousand years are expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison and shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle the number of whom is the sand of the sea. Jesus foretold of the condition of the world upon his return. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came, and took them all away so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Matthew 24, verse 38 and 39. The Lord spoke of how the unbelievers of the world will eat and drink, focusing only on worldly, carnal things, pleasurable things. Even up to the day of Christ, the day of the rapture, even those who claim to be Christians, but have no interest in God's word, just as in the days of Noah. All of them have become one, and their thoughts of the heart and the imagination have become evil in the sight of God. The time has come when sincere Christians who abide in the Lord prophesy about the rapture, the rise of the Antichrist, and the judgment of the Great Tribulation are taken as a joke. 
While living in Sodom, Lot considered the imminent fire judgment upon Sodom was a joke. It is a very well-known biblical fact that they were all judged with fire and brimstone that night. Even if we cry out, warning them of the incoming wrath, it is heartbreaking to see how many people, including Christians, are living enslaved to their livelihood. Apostle Peter's message unto the Christians living in the end times. From 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 4 through 9, he said, For if God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell, and delivered them into the chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment, and spared not the old world, but saved Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly, and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them with an overthrow, making them in sample unto those that after should live ungodly, and delivered just Lot, vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked, or that righteous man dwelling among them, in seeing and hearing, vexed this righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations, and to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. Some of the most important words of Jesus Christ in his last prayer. John 17 verse 3 And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Only those who know the true God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, through the Holy Spirit, can become the bride of Jesus Christ, and confess, I am yours. Apostle Paul testified that such Christians are the children of God. These Christians are blessed to have what belongs to the Lord. Romans 8 Verse 16 through 18, the Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with them, that we may also, that we may be also glorified together. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. The Christians who are one in the Holy Ghost with God shall not bear sour wild grapes as the people of Israel did according to testimony given in Isaiah chapter 5 verse 4. They are to bear true grapes with the scent of Christ. The Shilamite asks Solomon to go unto the vineyard with her to find tender grapes as well as pomegranates and the scentful mandrakes. The Christians, being one with Christ, shall bear fruit of the Spirit to please Him and glorify Him as well. Jesus will return soon. He will come for His church first, the chaste bride of Christ, before He allows the great tribulation to start on earth. 
He will then return on his second coming with the church to destroy the unbelieving world. He will then set up and rule his millennial kingdom here on earth. He invites everyone to escape the coming wrath and be with God the Father. Admit your sinner for not believing the blood shed by Jesus. Repent and believe in this gospel how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried and rose again the third day according to the scriptures. You must repent and believe the gospel with all your heart. Pray for wisdom and understanding of the Holy Bible as you study and let Jesus lead you in truth and spirit. Jesus is waiting for you even today. The day of salvation is now and today. God bless and have a wonderful day.